Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. So much to get to in so little time. Our final segment here on a Friday. Hail to Pitt. We're going to go to the phone lines. Our buddy Brian Backo, speaking of Hail to Pitt, uh, Pitt man himself, graduate of the university. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. That university <laughs> located in the Oakland district of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And Mm-mm-mm. a graduate of the Pitt beat for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, too. There so he's go. a pretty good guy to be talking to there today. There we go. Mr. Backo, what's up, cousin? Look, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, pump my own tires, but I made this move three years before Kenny Pickett. Mm. Okay, I mean, going from <laughs> Pitt, Pitt football to the Steelers for work. Um, it's a trendsetter. I was, I was way ahead of him. And that's why we love you. That's why we always come to you with the heavy hitting <laughs> questions, and that's why your man Wesley Euler is in here, slowly converting. To like he's been trying to wind me up. He's been trying to Pittsburgh. wind me up all day, Mr. Backo. I told him I only got like four hours of sleep last night. All right? I don't have time for this. You should have seen him in here really trying to say he's not a fan of the team. He said, I don't root for any player. I, I don't cheer. What does cheer mean? <sighs> you see you see what he does to me here, Mr. Backo? He's just he's just a wind-up merchant. I mean, on a Friday. I, I, was, I was the same as you last night, Wes. I mean, I, I got home at like midnight from uh, the Steelers facility, but I couldn't fall asleep until 2. I mean, part of that was... Yeah, just the the huge storyline of the Steelers picking the local guy. But also part of it was you start, like, you know, you're looking at what the other teams did in the draft. You know, once the pick is made by the Steelers, you kind of fade off into that. So I'm kind of trying to catch up. There was 80,000 trades. And then I'm like, well, who's going to be there on the board for them in round two? So it was a long night. Uh, if, if if Arthur wants to try to wind me up too, I could use it. <laughs> All right. So, what was your what was your your first reaction then? Right when 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 the word became official, when all the buzz was happening in the Steelers media room, and it was Kenny Pickett at pick twenty. What what was your kind of instant reaction, gut reaction last night? Disbelief, honestly, and and it's hard to articulate. I mean, I'm a I'm a reporter, and I'm occasionally on the radio, so I, I should be able to articulate things, but. It's just surreal, like, I, I guess the best way I could try to explain it, and maybe this doesn't even make sense, is, like you said at the top here, I, I covered Kenny as a freshman at Pitt, ups and downs that he had. Um, he obviously took off after I started covering the Steelers, but to see that guy who played quarterback, you know, at the same stadium, right across the hallway at the same training facility for five years, and then he's not just the quarterback of the Steelers, but their first-round pick. It's hard to wrap your head around it. It's like growing up next to a kid, like a smart having a smart kid next door, and someone's like, "Yeah, he's going to be the president someday." And then he is, and it's just like it's just crazy. So I don't know if it's going to work out for the Steelers. I don't know if it's a good pick or bad pick necessarily, but uh, it is. Uh, it, it was disbelief last night that you know of all the 32 teams he could have gone to. Obviously, you whittle it down once you know who needs a quarterback, who's picking where. But for him to end up right back here, uh, I thought Mike Tomlin said it the best. They circled the globe, and they ended up right next door. Now, with that being said, though, how confident are you that they made the right decision versus the guy like Malik Willis? Because we were talking in the sense that we thought that all signs would point to them really loving Malik based on, you know, how much time they spent with him and uh, evaluating him. But obviously he was on the board and very much available to them, and they decided to go with Kenny. What was your thoughts on that, like, specific element right there? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the Steelers know necessarily. They've, you know, they've got intel on these guys that that us on the outside simply don't have. I thought but you had all the my... information. <laughs> I wish, I wish Kevin Colbert was giving me daily updates on his <laughs> pre-draft visits with Kenny Pickett and and Malik Willis. And sadly, uh, that was not the case. But just from from where I sit. I would have gone with Malik Willis if I were taking quarterback at 20 because I, I do think he's got more mobility, better runner than, than Kenny Pickett and a stronger arm. And I, I just think you're, you're trying to swing for the fences there since you do have Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph already in the fold. Um, so that's what, that's what I would have done. But again, you know, maybe they know, maybe they knew something about Willis that, gave them some pause, right? Or maybe they are not as high on Mitch Trubisky as some of us uh, expected when they made that move. So uh, as far as whether it was the right pick, um, you know, that's, that's really difficult to pinpoint. You could say they could have traded down. I, I would have considered that for sure, but you don't know who was looking to move up. You don't know what they would have gotten. Um, now there were teams that were more willing to move up than, than people initially expected. So I guess I'm not saying it was a bad pick. I look at the board in totality in their roster, and I can't help but wonder if it was the ideal pick. How about that? Fair enough. Fair. I think that is fair. Brian Backo of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette with us here. All right, Mr. Backo, I need to know, because last night you tweeted something out, and it's just been eating me up on the inside ever since. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, boy. What numbers can he pick it going to wear for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Because, you know, the funny angle to this, and, Mr. Mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of Mr. Backo. You know, he, I like this right you here. Would go this, you, you would like go this, this route. You, you could tell Mr. Backo was born and raised in the backyard brawl <laughs> Let's days. Let's go. I love it. I uh, love number it. Number eight is currently <laughs> occupied by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Almost heaven. Almost to heaven, uh, baby. By a former first-round <laughs> pick himself, Carl Joseph. What's going to happen there, Mr. Backup? Almost to heaven, baby. Well, I was uh, surprised to begin with that uh, the Steelers let Carl Joseph switch his number midseason after the Melvin Ingram trade. Because remember, he was wearing number eight. Um, I think Kenny Pickett is much more of a volunteer than a hostage. um, (laughs) So, I I mean, hey, Joseph got re-signed as kind of a minor move this year. There's no guarantee he's sticking on this roster, but I'm sure Kenny Pickett doesn't want to come in here and upset the apple cart from the start. They do occasionally have offensive and defensive players share numbers, so I got a feeling he will end up with his trusty number eight. But, uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting that it's a Pitt WVU thing, and, uh, you know, as old as Kenny Pickett is, guys, he did not play against Carl Joseph. It was a 2016 draft pick. Some, Some draft analysts might tell you that he did, but... Uh, no, and the other thing that's interesting is you talk about rivalries with Pitt. We were just uh, chatting with Panthers coach Pat Narduzzi here on the south side, and uh, at the very end of his little uh, scrum, I said, is, is Kenny allowed to throw to a Penn State guy at tight end? Narduzzi's response, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Now, Mr. Batco, looking at the quarterback room the way it is currently structured, who is – the starting quarterback, week one. I'm going to lean Trubisky, but I will give you another, a couple more nuggets from Narduzzi just now. He pointed out, made the connection, or I kind of made the connection in asking him. I said, you know, Kenny has been, Narduzzi knows this as well as anybody, Kenny has been 
for the last four years and a couple games dating to the end of his freshman year, just constantly preparing to play, working, you know, working against, uh, you know, a defense that he's going to see that Saturday, had it buried in the playbook, on the field getting beat up. He played on, I think it was a broken ankle his junior year in 2020, had to get uh, surgery and only missed like two games. So that speaks to the toughness. But my point is, most quarterbacks at the college level, even the really good recruits, they get a redshirt year. Kenny didn't have that because Pitt had injuries back in 2017 at that position. So he never had that. He never wanted it. Narduzzi said he's still mad at me that I didn't make him the starter right away when he was 19 years old and we were trying to wean him in slowly. He said he's going to take that same approach now uh, to the NFL with the Steelers. And the other um, question kind of dovetailing off of that, Narduzzi said he's been properly trained to do this from day one. He said at Pitt they ran a pro-style system. He was a drop-back passer. And these are Narduzzi's words. We're not running some RPOs where you read the outside linebacker and if he takes a step in, you throw it over his head. It wasn't that. Hmm, what other quarterbacks in this draft might that apply to? Shots at him. Wow. Pew, 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 pew. So, uh, to boil it down, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Trubisky, quote-unquote, wins the job. I, I think a little bit of watching and learning might be good for a guy like Pickett who – again, has just been, you know, 100% high gear, play, play, play for the last four years. Um, But I I don't see Trubisky holding that the entire season. So let me ask you this then, and this is the last one I got for you. I'm I'm happy you went there. If if Kenny Pickett doesn't, isn't the Steelers starter by October or November, you know, at some point in the middle of the season, let's say, do you think then that, that the the selection at 20, you could consider that underwhelming? Because I, I do think, like, I agree with you there. But I also think it's, you know, to take a guy who started games over five years in college, was the unquestioned guy for four years. What, 49 mm-hmm. starts, I, I think, is the number. I just don't know if, and, and we've all talked about how he's the most NFL ready. I think that's right. a consensus agreement amongst the quarterbacks in this draft class. I just right. don't. I just don't know if you take that guy to sit. You know, I don't buy into the oh, he's twenty four years old thing. But what I do buy into <laughs> is if is if he sits for a year, all of a sudden he's twenty five and still hasn't played an NFL game. Is is that fair to say that if he doesn't take over at some point, that that it could be a little underwhelming in hindsight? No, I don't think that's fair. I did just put it on wax that I would have gone with Malik Willis for some of these same reasons that you're you're kind of pointing out here that you know him taking a year off would have actually been good for for his development but I don't think it'll necessarily be bad for Kenny and I don't think it'll necessarily be bad for the Steelers I mean you got to think about this thing in the long run you know say he only does play half the season this year but once he gets in there he plays well and then you're feeling good about your quarterback going into Hmm. 2023 and beyond and the fact that he's a first round pick the value that you have there you do have that fifth-year option. And like you said, Wes, he ain't Brandon Whedon. He's not coming Correct. into the league Correct. at 28. He's not Chris Winkie, all right? Be, Y'all yeah, are funny. I mean, he's, there's a name. He's going to be 28 uh, when the time comes for his, you know, for the Steelers to either give him a second contract or, or decide what they want to do there. So, no, I, I, don't, I won't be underwhelmed or disappointed if, if he has to sit for a little bit. It's still a big adjustment in – the speed of the game going from the ACC to the NFL. Um, you know, I, I don't think it might be a bad thing if they go full Mason Rudolph and, and he doesn't get to play at all in his first year. And you wonder if he's 
stunted in a way. But, you know, remember, Mason missed out on a, a year of preseason. Kenny's going to have that. Uh, he's going to have the training camp battles. Boy, is that going to be fun and Heck interesting yeah. to watch out in Latrobe. You, you just talked about this pick from a pure fan interest it's awesome. perspective. It's awesome. Uh, could not be more buzzworthy. We've got the diehards out there who listen to us, all the people who are, are in yours and my mentions uh, every Thursday. They Maybe they would have loved to watch Jordan Davis clogging up the middle or Trent McDuffie locking down uh, one side of the field. But you know, Joe Steeler, casual fan, uh, is going to be way more interested in every throw that Kenny Pickett makes out there at St. Vincent College. Ain't that so, the truth. From that perspective, it is going to be uh, a heck of a ride, boys. Well, the last question that I have for you, Mr. Batco, what are the Steelers going to do tonight? How we how we Ooh, feeling about tonight? I appreciate that we at least did some analysis and broke down something they did do, and we know because <laughs> very so many true, people right? out there once once the guys pick round one is over, it's like all right, cool. Uh, now what are we gonna do in round two? We need <laughs> right. we need a receiver. We need a D line. What the heck are they doing? But no, here here's how I look at it, guys. Um, I think you you kind of have to go receiver in round two because I still think that's just such a glaring hole and I think there's gonna be some intriguing players who might make it to you at 52 whether that's the local another local and sky more hey now he could go really high he could go really high in round two but you know he's got some size concerns so we'll see I really like what I've seen of this guy Christian Watson from North Dakota State come on chill out with that we, we come on and, now and he can fly why you want to talk? Well, no, I actually need that now, hard. so nah. I can so I can come in here, Motsi. Oh, you got to nah. you got to cheer for well, yeah. that North Dakota State guy. No. You guys would both, yeah. You guys would both have to be uh, dug in against the Steelers. First yes, that, 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 that would be tough. That, but, that that would actually be um, tough. <laughs> or uh, or George's George Pickens, and then you could have mm-hmm. Pickett to Pickens. Ooh, they, they can be printing up yeah. the shirts right now in the Strip District, uh, Pittsburgh, baby. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think they go receiver round two, and then you can. You're kind of in a good spot if you're Kevin Colbert to go best available in the third round. Maybe it's an intriguing um, corner slash safety. Maybe it's um, a, a deep tackle. Maybe it's an offensive tackle with a lot of tools and traits and upside. So that's how I see it. I, receiver round two and uh, any which way in round three. Great stuff, as always, from our good friend of the show, Brian Backo. Make sure you're checking out all his outstanding draft coverage in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. And uh, and I'll see you in a couple hours, buddy. Thank you. My pleasure, fellas. We'll see you. There he is, Brian Backo. I like guy. him. He's cool. So, you know, on that um, – Hail to Pitt. Pickettsburg and these, yeah. you know, these different things that could be happening. We did get some tweets about the, the nickname conversation that yeah, you Yeah, because we, need, you we need to know. Like, what are we going to call him? Uh, Rod Dollar says, anything but Kenny Pittsburgh. Thumbs Ooh. down. Uh, Jeffro tweets us and says, KP8 is growing on me. KP8? KP8? Like CP3? KP8? I'm not going to lie. From Carl Joseph, I hope he plays the petty card. He's like, nope, you're going to have to earn this yeah, or you're going to have to pay for it. What? what? I hope I, uh, I, I want to take 80K. That's why, hey, you pay me 80K hey, for number eight. I'm telling you, man, I, I want that energy. You pay me 80K for number eight. Because I feel like Carl's definitely going to be here. Our buddy Don, I know you got you got faith. In I Carl feel like Carl's going like, to be here. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Don Juan tweets us our partner down in Charleston. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett's nickname: Kennyberg or Pickettsburg? Pickettsburg. What about just Kenny Wood? Ah, you see what I did there? I'm cool on that one. Steal the cup. <laughs>
Steelercock tweets us and says, uh, last year we got the best running back in the draft, uh, and he went to the Pro Bowl. Now we have the best quarterback in this year's draft. I expect good things. Pro Bowl, baby. Let's do it then. Go ahead and put the Pro Bowl on him, baby. Don't shy away from me. He was about to say Pro Bowl. Uh, Wallace says, all kidding aside, I don't think Pickett is intended to start right away as it stands right now. I still think it's probably Rudolph. I tell you what, there's more there's more Rudolph believers out there than I than I thought. Um, Yenzer Steve. Yenzer Steve. What's Shout up, what's Yenzer up Steve. I'm about to say, yeah, man. He says, I'm coming around on the pick now, but also because I have no choice. Um, Fair enough. I just I think I don't like it because I feel uh, Pickett and Mitch are very similar. I feel like Willis would have at least been more dynamic in a couple years, but I'm rooting for him to prove me wrong. That's the same energy I have right now, man. I want to be proven wrong, and I do think that Kenny is capable of that. Certainly, with that. Certainly, Linda yeah. tweets us and says, "Wes, if I didn't wear the jersey of anyone younger than me, I couldn't wear a jersey of anyone since the steel curtain." Dot dot dot, which is fine. <laughs> Oh, so you're only 21. All right, I see you uh, living your I, best life. All right. That's what I okay. like. That's what I like. Steel Town tweets me and says, here we go, Arthur Motes. I just hope the Steelers win all their games 13-9 to for Wes. <laughs> you know what's funny, Arthur Motes? What's up, man? I mean, I've been hearing the 13-9 jokes every week of my life since 2007. What is 2007. that about anyway? That was I, the score of the game, uh-huh. you know, when they beat us to stop us from going who's, to the National who's Championship Who's they? Who, who won? All right, you're not going to wind me up. All right, we we have a lot of tweets to get here, too. We don't have time for your shenanigans. I was just asking a question. Eventually, I'm not from here. I'm new. Eventually, you play with fire, you get burned. Mm-hmm. It's on, what, 14, year 14 or 15 now of all these 13 to 9 jokes from Pitt fans? Mm-hmm. Eventually. What's going to happen? Well, as John Lennon once said, mm-hmm. karma's going to get you. Oh, The Steelers or a Pittsburgh team mm-hmm. could, could also be the Pirates. Okay, could also okay. be Pitt. Uh-huh. They're going to lose a devastatingly important game at some point, 13-9. to 9, Are you sure? And it's going to be all Yin's faults. Are you sure it's going to happen like that, man? It's been pretty close, actually. The Steelers over the last two years have almost lost some crucial games, 13-9. to 9. Almost, though. Hey, it's gonna, hey, you just give it time. Okay. In the grand scheme of things, 14 years is nothing. Fair enough. What's Fair 40 enough. What's forty more years? Hey, I'm with you, man. I got time. Steelhead tweets us and says, what's up, cousins? What's the word? Kenny, Pittsburgh will be ready, but don't sleep on Mitchell T. It's a great problem. Hey, oh. there's certainly worse problems. Listen, this this is the offseason for competition. I'm digging that. Let's go. John tweets us and says, Pickett is athletic. Look at his combine numbers. Better than Allen, same as Herbert. Also, he fumbled due to number of times he touched the ball. His percentage fumble versus drop back and runs is right in line at the greats. Hey, right in line with the greats. We're going to find out. Wait, hold on. He fumbled due to the number of times he touched the ball. I understand what you're saying there, John, but technically the quarterback touches the ball. on every. I get what you're saying. Though. I know, I know, the number I know. of drop backs as opposed to just right, pure right, hand. Right. I get what you're saying there. But that was just funny. To, well, I was like, wait a second. He... The number of times he touched the quarterback touches the ball every time. But I get there's yes, nuance yes. in there, John. It I, is. I, I, it I definitely get, is. I get to what you're saying. Rod says Carl Joseph got to switch to 42 so Kenny can get eight. Not without some ducats. You better make him pay up. Not without some extra. Cash. You're paying extra. Extra. You got to extra pronounce it. Extra. Extra. Uh, Jay Smith says, I'm going to be that guy. Kenny Pickett is not 24 years old yet. Yes, but he will be in June before the Steelers get the training yes. camp. He'll be 24 by the time he plays a by the time he takes a meaningful snap for yes. the Pittsburgh and, and Steelers. When we're talking age, that's usually what we're, how we're referring yeah. to it in when, that context. When the next when the season, season starts. Starting, yes. It is funny how we do that with athletes. That's, only, that's the only it's, time we do it. It's just with athletes. We speak of them as when the season starts, what's their age going to be? I don't care how old they are right now. What will it be then? I'm telling you, it's weird. It is funny how we do it. And you know, 
31 for a football player is old. Yeah, yeah, chill out now. 31. Chill out now. 31 for Moats and I ain't old at all. Oh, okay, I, I appreciate that. I'm going to put your age out there. No, I'm cool with my age, 34? Man. Absolutely, man. 34, man, I'm on my shack attack. You know that, baby. Come on, all year, baby. Dunking on the competition. <laughs> you know, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn tweets us along the lines of, uh, you know, trading uh, uh, Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about potentially trading Mitch Trubisky? Do we think that would be on the table? The only uh, issue I could potentially see is I think he has a four or five million dollar cap hit because for him it would be cheaper to keep him than it would be to release him. So if you're going to trade him, you would just need that dance partner to ultimately pick that end up or pick up a portion of it so that way you're not on the hook for that. But we did see last year with Melvin Ingram to an extent. Now, granted, the money wasn't the same, but they were still okay with, you know, sure keeping that on the books per se. We'll see. We'll see. We shall. Ernesto tweets us and says, what it do, Ernesto? I like Pickett over Malik. Willis, I think, can be a potential NFL MVP type like Lamar Jackson, but at the end of the day, those guys don't win Super Bowls. Uh, maybe I'm on to something. I don't know. Hmm? I wouldn't write off Lamar Jackson yet either. I mean, he's still got a lot of time left to play. I hmm. I don't know, but isn't the mobility for, for Pickett, too, one of the things that we've been sold on? That's part of the equation for him, too. He's not a pocket passer like Tom Brady. I mean, make no mistake, he's closer. To- oh, I, I'm, I still feel like that argument isn't the same apples to oranges. I mean, apples to apples. Like, when I think of the amount of successful mobile quarterbacks, it's just a smaller sample size in contrast to the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of statue quarterbacks. And I think that that's largely why you don't see those guys with a ton of Super Bowl rings because they don't have a lot of opportunities because the sample size of that style of quarterback is point. very small. And then on top of that, it's not just about that quarterback. It's also about finding a coordinator mm-hmm. who understands how to get the most out of those guys because they are very unique. Whereas when it's the cookie cutter statue quarterback, anybody could draw it up for those guys. So I do think that I just didn't like that part of the whole, you know, tweet. But I, I get what you're saying. I just don't like that part. Steeler Nation 920 tweets us and says, hot take. We'll just run with Pickett until Archie Manning hits the draft. Oh, wow. Arch? Come I on, Arch. I was Arch took a visit to UVA. Arch, I was going to say, Arch hasn't even announced his uh, Listen, college recruitment yet, and people are already Arch, talking about they said getting Arch him took in the a draft. visit to UVA. I said, oh, what? yes, Wahoo-wah? dude. No I, chance. I, yes, when, they said, when he said that, you know I'm the like. the bag he's going to get from some SEC team? I said, the team? fact that you even considering them, what is going on? He he, I think he might have just heard some good things about the coeds there in Charlottesville and wanted to go party for a weekend. Listen, man, I'm a GMU Duke. I'm a GMU Duke. Ain't nothing for you in Charlottesville. Steelers man seven tweets us and says, "Hey guys, been a long time since I've tweeted, but trust me, my ears are still working. Uh, I agree with the very small minority of starting Mason Rudolph week one. It's going be going to be an interesting year to say the least. Tell you what, the Mason Rudolph believers out there, there are dozens." Dozens. A whole lot of them. Me tweets us. Three pack of questions as always. Are there any wide receiver one potentials left in the draft or are all the remaining wide receivers development projects? I don't know if you'd call them development projects, but they just might not have the ceiling of a elite number one. Correct. Yeah, but I still think you get really good quality receivers. Sky yeah. Moore, Christian Watson, those two guys definitely jump off the board. Um, I think of Justin Ross, potential guy in the third out of Clemson, who when he was paired with Trevor Lawrence was a, a really high-end receiver. George Pickens, another really good receiver. All these guys are more than capable. It's just, you know, they're not coming in with the same level of excitement. Or, uh, think about John Mitchie. He's another guy out of Alabama. 
Like, they all are very talented. They all can be wide receiver ones. I just think that it's not necessarily a project. They just won't come in day one and clearly be that guy. Whereas when you talk about Chris Alave, Garrett Wilson, Trey Burks, uh, Jahan Dotson, those caliber guys, when they're coming in there, they're, they're wide receiver one. Like, it's definitive. You know exactly who you have in those guys, and they are ready to perform. Now, we know Jamison, uh, Jamison Williams is coming off the ACL, so sure. that's a little bit of an outlier, but the rest of it, that is the context. Number two for me, best frozen pizza. I'm a DiGiorno guy, bro. I ain't going to lie. DiGiorno and that, was it Tatisto? Do you know what I'm talking about? The little red box pizza? It's like with a T. Yeah, it was the other one. No, not Tombstone. I know the Tombstone ones, but uh, it's the, like uh, yeah, okay. it's like Tocito or yeah, something like that. It's yeah. got the little like square uh, uh, sausage up there. Yes. Yeah, kind of remind me like school pizza. Uh, I've been converted. I was never a huge frozen pizza fan mm-hmm. until a couple years ago when Wifey and I, or I guess like last year, I should say, mm. time just all blends together. Last year, Wifey and I got a Costco membership. Oh yeah, shout out though. Costco has uh, it's called Motor City Pizza hmm. in their freezer aisle. Okay, oh, it is fantastic. That is the one. Motor City Pizza from Costco. Number three, Yin's fans of country music. I'm a fan of every type of music in the right moment. I really am. Like, I love music. Context for me, I like country music when it's live. But it has to be live for me to, like, really enjoy it. I got you. Otherwise, I have to go off into, like, the, it's not really country, but we're labeling it as country, like Blanco, was it Blanco Brown or whatever, where it's, like, the trap beat, you know, with the country lyrics, or Lil Nas X, you know what I mean? Like, like it's got to be that type. I can't just listen to my Kenny Chesney and Garth Brooks. I can't, and, and, I can't in the summertime. Yeah, I, I I need to be out at an event. If I'm out at an event, oh, I'm turning up to it. I'm I'm there with you. 100%. 100,000%. But if that's not the case, yeah, it's going to be a rough one for the boy. I also, I love, oh, man, I'm going to date myself. I love old country. Okay. And what I mean by that is you put on some Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Cousin, I am there all day. You put on some John Prine. Cousin, I am there all day. Scott tweets us and says, Wes, what did you do to get everybody worked up? Some of the things people are tweeting at you are mind-blowing. Hey, Scott, don't worry, baby. I can take it. Don't you worry. He is a man of the people for the people voted upon by himself. Hey, you know what they say? Live fast, die young. I was going to try and say something about, Talk like... Talk crazy to these people and let them understand where you're from? I, <laughs> I was going to say something along the lines of, like, uh, all publicity is good publicity, but this mm-hmm. isn't even really a publicity. But I'm just happy to know so many people are listening and interested. How about that? And, right, ca- and, enough, and care. Enough. How about that? Uh, Sensei tweets, Wes is having a day... Or, sorry, he said, man, Moats is having a day gaslighting you. We knew this was coming. <laughs> I just like to have a little fun every once in a while. Y'all know that. Now, Steel Town, who tweeted me the 13-9 to 9 joke, yes. also says I'm not in love with the pick. I feel like he's Mitch Trubisky light. Well, I mean, how much of a how much of a pit man are you then, Steel Town? Talk about it. Solomon tweets us and says, love the Kenny pick. Hello from Alaska. Have a great offseason. Well, thanks, Solomon. You too. Yes. Shout out to you from Alaska. Alaska. How about that? Hey, absolutely. Hey, he's, he's close to Russia over there. You got to be careful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They call it Mother Russia. Is, is, that, what what, is that what they call it? Mother Russia. That's what they say. Alan Jackson, speaking of country music, 
Is it? You think it's the Alan Jackson tweet list? It could be. Hey, I think it's the way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Mm-hmm. It get harder than the ATK. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to swim mm-hmm. and I learned who I was. Mm-hmm. A lot about living hey. and a little about love. Mm-hmm. Down by the river mm-hmm. on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I do it right? I think that's, we're going it's platinum. That means we're going right. platinum. Alan Jackson tweets us and says, The crazy thing is that no matter what people think right now about our pick from last night, True Stiller fans are going to root him on. This is true. Ain't, ain't no lies there, Mr. Alan Jackson. Unless you're, you know, you don't actually cheer. You're just a fan of the team. You don't cheer for anyone. Maybe, you know, if that's the context, then, you know, not so much. Uh, we got a couple tweets here. Ernesto Steelhead telling us it's Tostinos. That's it. Frozen pizza. Yes. Super tasty. Uh, okay. Real quick here before we go. Lieutenant Dan's leg says, send Rudolph to the North Pole and let Pickett and Mitch battle it out for QB1. I see which Rudolph, North Pole. Nah, I see what you there. Rod Dalla tweets and says, uh, new nickname to go with the power grid and the megawatts, the dozen cousins. Mm, okay, okay, okay. But the only problem with that is we got way more than a dozen cousins. This is true. How about the dozens of cousins? This is, mm, now, all right, now all right, we're talking. Right, okay, okay. Last one for today. All right, I'm doing the final refresh now. TC tweets us and says, um, you know, a lot of times when you're talking about the mobile quarterback things, the running quarterback things, it's it's just because there's an accuracy issue there. That's why they don't win as many titles. I think that's it's it's all part of the equation. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it's it, it's it's all part of the equation. There's never one reason why a guy doesn't succeed or a team doesn't succeed. That's too easy to cherry pick. Yeah. There's there's certainly though an, an evolution at that position and ideally you want a guy who has mobility yes like no one considers joe burrow a, a mobile quarterback no. but he has mobility he's mobile-ish that's mobile enough mobile enough that's that's i think is the is the ideal balance that you're looking for i mean even look at, at, at josh allen when he came into the league he ran a ton at first and they've dialed that back and they've dialed that back and they still now kind of just use it when they need to use yes. it i think that is it's their secret weapon their secret weapon austin tweets us about the pizza as well too i'm i'm glad, not gonna lie I'm you're making me want pizza man guys, i'm about to order pizza tonight now bro i'm about to go pick up some pizza when i get out like, of here no lies uh big shout out to everybody on the show today oh, those yeah. who listened those who participated whoa, whoa, whoa. those who tweeted us nice things those of you who tweeted me mean things we're all in this together one big family and that family is going to continue to get added to tonight second and third round coverage from six o'clock until 11, 12, whenever round Super three late. is over. Absolutely. Tonight on SNR, a whole cast of characters. So for your wall-to-wall Steelers coverage, we go live back again tonight at 6 o'clock, and we'll carry you through the second and third rounds. And then Saturday, 11 until 7. My goodness, to put a bow on the Don't entire thing. Don't you love it? Mozi, great stuff today. Thank hey, you, man, as always. always. a blast, man. Hell to pit. Best co-host in the business. Shout out to the pit man, Mr. Brian Backo, for joining us and giving us some of his time as well. You guys take care. Enjoy the second and third rounds of the draft. Enjoy day three of the draft. And we'll be back on Monday to break it all down with Yins, as always. And you know where to find us. It's at high noon on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.